Welcome, ladies and divorce professionals. You are listening to the Divorce for Wealthy Women podcast, where we dive into complex and sometimes taboo topics relating to divorce and women. Specifically, we often discuss how affluent women can maintain their lifestyles during and post-divorce. Join me as we talk to the most sought after divorce professionals across the globe and share powerful tips that you can take along with you no matter where you are in your journey. We have Marco Munoz here today, who is the founder of Decomply. And when you are thinking of how am I going to get my child support from my ex when we're divorced or what do I do when he says he's going to pay something verbally? And six months later, you still are begging in a way for that payment? Or what do you do if your child is going to the hospital and you need to pay a doctor bill and from your ex? Like, What are all of these things going to come to if you can't have a good system down in place to accept or request money from your ex? So Marco, he started his firm He'll explain in a moment as to why, but Decomply helps you send bills, pay child support or receive it, track expenses, manage disputes, as well as understand parenting expenses and track child expenses. So I could not think of a better person to be on today to talk about how to make your life more convenient when it comes to the finances, when it comes to the expenses, when it comes to making your life easier for processing these things that no one wants to talk about or deal with. So Marco's going to talk about a lot of stuff today. And if you have questions, I know that he leaves his information at the end and you can see it in the show notes. Enjoy. Well, good morning. It is such a great day to have a conversation about something very important to most clients. Marco is here today to talk about it. Marco, do you want to introduce ourselves and say what you're here for and what you do? Sure, I'd love to. Thank you for having me, Olivia. I really appreciate it. My name is Marco Munoz, and I'm the founder of an app called Decomply. And basically, my story is I went through a difficult divorce, but what happened post-divorce was even more difficult. And we had a lot of disagreements over expenses. We found ourselves back in court, spent a ton of money arguing over what was owed, what wasn't owed what had been paid, what hadn't been paid, and ultimately uh, wound up settling out of court, but it was a very expensive and difficult time. And what came out of that experience was acknowledgement that didn't need to be that way. I realized that there was technology that already existed out there that would make it really easy for no one to have the kind of experience that I had and to be able to very quickly have documentation at the ready for what's owed, what's not owed, what's outstanding. And also just overall, just have better communication with your exes and just an easier time administrating a lot of the bills and getting through them. So uh, we devised a method with uh, Decomply to do that. Oh, I love hearing that you had a difficult situation in your own life and you turn it for the better and now you're helping thousands of families make their lives easier especially when it comes to finances, because anything I can do to talk with clients about simplifying the money part, because I am in that money world, is 
fabulous. So I was nodding the entire time when you're saying, oh gosh, you've seen this and this is what's happened and this is how it works and this is how it's better. I agree. So that's why you're on today. So thank you. I want to get into some questions because I'm sure that most listeners have not heard of Decomply because they're either thinking of divorce or they're about to start it or they're in the middle of divorce. So I'm wondering, can you just go through maybe what if she's worried that her husband during the divorce doesn't want to use Decomply? What is some strategies or thoughts on that end? Yeah, that happens. And it happens often. There's a couple strategies. So one is you have to communicate to your ex, right? To your ex-husband about the expenses in some way. So you've got to either put together some sort of spreadsheet or put together an email with receipts and send it out and request the money. All right. So one way or another, you've got to track this stuff based on how your divorce agreement was set up. Now, my divorce agreement was many years ago and it was archaic. So what my ex needed to do was send me a certified letter with all of the receipts in it. And I had 10 days to reply to that certified letter. I mean, how crazy is that? I mean, mean, Mm. obviously from day one, it wasn't followed because it was so inconvenient, right? So you've got to establish some sort of process. And what Vigably does is basically simplify that because no one likes having to save receipts, having to remember mm-hmm. to send the email later, then having to put the email together or follow up with the phone call. So I want you guys to imagine a world where you had an app and you could just take a picture of the receipt when it happens. So if you're on the go, you have a medical appointment, you know, it's called an x-ray. The x-ray was a couple hundred bucks. You take a picture of it, you load it into the app. The app does the math for you based on what the percentages are that you have as default. You press send. And that bill immediately hits your ex's phone. And your ex can look at it in 10 seconds and make a decision. Am I going to pay this or am I going to dispute it? Right? But regardless of what the decision they make is, it's documented. And you don't have to track any of it down later. And there's an audit trail of that occurrence. Consider that experience versus having to remember to go home, put the receipt in a file, Remember to compile everything together, put it in your spreadsheet, mark what was paid on the spreadsheet off, and then follow up on emails and texts. And I can imagine that if you're compiling all of this, which I have seen clients in the past have to do, this is not just 10, 20 years ago. This is recent times that people still are looking at these receipts and compiling and just sending it off one by one, compiling a bundle for each month. Well, that month, what if it's $23,000 worth of expenses for a child, whatever care, and then think of that versus, okay, well, I'm just going to send 2000 for this summer camp that we agreed on during the divorce. And this is going to just be one app sending through with one expense that looks a lot different than 23000 where he's most likely going to challenge that and want to know where everything is, even though he can see the receipts, he'll want to talk about it. This just allows you to do it once, go through it, do that one expense. There's a smaller amount that looks better to our eyes. We feel better about it. He's more likely going to psychologically say, yes, I'm going to pay it because it's a lot less than 23 or more if you do it all bunched at once a month. Yeah. And think about how much time you just saved. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, the amount of time that you save on going back and forth, the amount of time compiling everything, 
if you could just take a picture and go, you're in a much better position and you're most likely to get paid faster. That's it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. You just said it so much more elegantly there. I wonder a lot of clients, the epitome of what they have to have is something safe and confidential, discreet. That is the world that we're in. What is Decomply's thoughts on that? We couldn't agree more. So there's a couple things that we do in order to make sure that things are 100% kind of safeguarded and confidential. One is that if you look at a tool like Venmo, Venmo is a one-to-many application. So like I could take Venmo and I could pay you, Olivia, or I could pay my ex-wife, or I could pay my friends, or I could pay my coworkers if I were to do something with them. So when you have a one-to-many environment, it's more susceptible to someone potentially using the tool more in a way that wasn't intended. The way Decomply works, the one-to-one relationship. So it's just you, it's just your co-parent on it. The only people that can exchange money in that relationship on the app are you two. That's it. So Mm -hmm. there is a kind of a secure bond that occurs right there in the system. The next thing that we do is we're very careful about how we connect our users and our users' banks to decomply. So we use technology through a company called Plaid that basically makes sure that we're collecting that banking information. That banking information never sits on our servers, right? So if anyone were ever to attack decomply in some way, shape, or form, Your banking information is not here. It is being held by another organization that is keeping that connection together. And that's the same company that's a ton of money just in security. They're a company called Plaid, and that's what they do for a living. And they do this for a ton of different financial organizations. So we've invested in making sure that we have the absolute best tech possible on the marketplace to make sure that. There's no reason to be concerned about your banking information on the app. And Venmo has been using Plaid, Robinhood, I believe Citibank uses Plaid. All are using Plaid for this particular purpose. So we're very, very careful about that. And the last thing I'll say is we get solicited all the time for customer information, right? So there's a lot of ways that apps make money. So the way that apps make money is they typically could get paid a subscription fee. They could charge transactionally. They could do advertising or they could sell your data. So free apps are typically never really free because what they're doing is they're selling your information. We will never, ever, ever sell your information. We're 1000% against that. It's in our user agreement. And that's not how we monetize our, our application. And that helps to hear that from the founder of Decomply. And I actually have friends who work very high up in Plaid, so I'm glad to hear you use them as a resource. They are the strong holding, very powerful firm to protect people's money. So that's wonderful. I wonder if we can talk about some stuff post-divorce, and that goes into why should someone use Decomply for child support? So post-divorce, we have a monthly thing coming through. What's the benefit of using that instead of just using Decomply for getting expenses from the husband? Yeah, so I think the benefit, and this is also from my own personal experience with child support. So when I did go through my court case, I was asked by the court to pay through the child support collection agency. 
There's some challenges with using child support collection or using the state. One, some states charge. Now, it's not a ton of money, but it's typically more than decomply, and it might be even two or three X more than decomply. So that's one reason. And that's kind of a small reason because it's not a ton of money. We're talking about, you know, $25 a month. And then the second reason, and I think this is really kind of the much bigger reason, is that if you need customer support, calling a state agency is a <laughs> disaster. And there were various times when I got my reports in the mail because they sent everything snail mail to those old school. And I couldn't decipher some of the reports going on. I didn't completely appreciate how things are being tracked. And I thought that there was a lot of money to be mixed. I was paying a ton of money in child support. So it wasn't a small amount of dollars that we were talking about. So in order to get help, I'd have to call the state agency number. And typically I was on hold for 45 minutes to an hour waiting to talk to somebody. And then when I finally did talk to somebody, they were just straight up me. They weren't typically really nice or really super interested in helping me because there's no profit motive for the state. I mean, they're just basically there to serve. And quite frankly, they feel inconvenienced by the number of calls and people trying to reach them. You still there, Olivia? My screen. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm shaking my head because I can just imagine the anger and frustration that's going through your body and coursing through when on the phone with someone who is that way. And we've all had experiences like that. But oh, when you bring it into divorce with children and finance and your ex, it amplifies it. So I'm here listening. <laughs> yeah. To make matters worse, I mean, there were times where there's one time in particular because I couldn't get an answer on the phone. I traveled to the office and went to go speak to somebody. And they actually had a two-hour lunch that they take every day. And the lunch isn't posted on their website. When I got there, like, they said, sorry, we can't help you because we're going out to lunch. And then we'll be back in two hours. And I said, well, I'm looking at your website. And your website says these are the hours that you're open. I'm here now. I traveled a long time to get here. They had a policeman escort me out. I mean, I wasn't being disrespectful. I wasn't being angry. I was just calling out and said, hey, guys, I traveled a long way to be here to talk to somebody. And here are what your hours are on the website. And I need to talk to somebody now because I don't have time to sit here and, and wait for 90 minutes to so you guys finish your lunch. And police person said, sorry, you're being disrespectful. Walk me out the door. So you can use the state if you'd like. But just to remember, there's usually a lot of money tied into child support. And if you want answers and you want to be able to just talk to somebody when you need help, you're much better off using a service like this. Thank you for sharing that very vulnerable side and that story. Because again, I can only imagine. So I'm in the psychology of financial planning. I'm a specialist in it. And I cannot imagine in the divorce world, having to have your ex be on a phone then trying to get to the place when they're rude on the phone and getting an answer, going there, they're not answering, they're not going to see you, even though they're standing right there, the frustration that would surround you, the anger in my mind that would course through the veins, trying to just get an answer about something that you're trying to do for your ex, you're trying to give money and sort things through and get it organized, not getting answers. I'm guessing that there's someone out there not saying you, but just in general, that if people are doing that and going that route, that they might take that anger out on the X because no one else is giving them answers. So I can only imagine post-divorce, 
that that just creates more conflict potentially just the psychology of this looking at it i can imagine as well on the flip side using a software like decomply making it easy and seamless and simplified makes the relationship easier with your ex just calms both of them i don't know i'm just assuming here and i've seen people use it so i absolutely support it but i'm just throwing that out there if anyone is about to go through this i would look into some of these apps and decomply is the best one out there well the, the flip side also is if you're the mom on the other side is collecting guess what the agencies are late a lot so my ex when she was getting money from the child support collection agency wasn't happy either because the payment was always three weeks late and what was she going to do about it and the only way to change it was to go back and actually get a court order to change it back so i'm guessing that's a question i can ask is how long does it take for someone to get the funds once it gets to decomply and it's pressed as a accept what's the time range on that that's a, is it three weeks <laughs> no it's not three weeks it's three to four business days so we use a bank called Douala that does all the transmitting of the money for us. Douala, there's standard banking processes, three to four business days. So let's say, you know, someone makes a payment on Monday at noon, they'll process that payment. Usually it goes out to the other bank that afternoon, and then that money needs to be brought back into Douala, then Douala needs to send it back to the user. And that ACH transfer process will take three to four business days. So Typically, if that transaction's made on the Monday, someone could expect to see by Thursday that money is in the bank and it directly goes removed from your ex's bank and pushed directly into yours. You don't need to do anything once they hit mm. pay. Just wait for the money to hit your bank account. Wow. And talking about simplifying and just having the situation more balanced in a calm demeanor and manner, I'm wondering, does Decomply track how much is owed in child support? Yeah, we do. So basically the way you set up child support is you'd go into the app, you'd set up your child support and you'd indicate how often something is paid. So let's say it's a thousand dollars a week that's paid out in child support. They would decomply would automatically send a bill every week for you. So once you set it up, you set it up, you could forget about it. That bill goes out. Now let's say your ex decides not to pay one week. In week two, the bill goes out for two thousand. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So we're tracking the balance of what has been paid, what hasn't been paid against your child support. Plus, we have an auto pay feature. So if your ex doesn't want to hit pay every week or every month or whatever the duration is, they could just basically use the auto pay feature and it'll be automatically withdrawn from their account and pushed into yours weekly. Wow. There's so many good features on the site of blogs and divorce experts and some different features on Decomply. So I think this is where I want to leave it today. Keep it simple, just an overview of Decomply. And I really want to say thank you, Marco, for being on this podcast today. You're really helping people from your pain. So this is just, you know, we go through different things in our lives. And I love seeing when people do good for others. So thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you. And to your listeners, if you have questions and want to reach out to me directly, my email is marco, M-A-R-C-O, at decomply.com. So it's really easy to find me, marco at decomply.com. Feel free to reach out and I'd be happy to answer any questions of yours. Thanks again. Yeah. Thank you, Olivia.
Thank you for joining another episode with me, your host, Olivia Summerhill. Until the next episode, visit www.summerhillfirm.com for a discreet way to find helpful resources that can help bring you clarity to your divorce journey.